Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Jess Zeta. She's the host of the Real Housewife of the West Side podcast, and she's a staple here on Bravo Happy Hour and is back again today to talk all things Bravo TV news, baby. <laughs> that was an intro for the win. Was that, wait, what I, was I supposed to say thanks for yes, having me? Yes, <laughs> I was like, sometimes um, at the beginning of your show, you like take a pause, and then it's so I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, she will not be a staple on the show for long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. We're usually used to doing our very specific bra. Oh, wait, I. I literally cannot get it. This is a running fucking joke on the stupid show. Bra. Housewife house- happy hour. We're usually doing a housewife happy you came hour. Up with the name, I don't know what my problem is. I'm pretty sure I have dyslexia. No one ever got me treated for it growing up, so you know now I'm an adult and I can't think of literally the easiest word, like all of my favorite words in one thing. I don't know. Ask me when my birthday is and see how long it takes me to figure that one out. So don't feel bad. <laughs> I mean, I know the de- the month and the day. It's just the year kind of is hazy. Yeah, you, uh, I feel like you try so, to forget that after a, a while. No, I, yeah, you're still young enough. After 30, you're just like, whatever. It's before 1990. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about it. Thank you for having me. I'm so sorry to bring your show down. Oh, yeah, bringing my show down. You bring it way, way up. Well, let's just jump right into news. Really sad news coming out of Charleston, South Carolina this week. Supposedly, season seven may or may not be coming back. Our favorite Shep Rose. Why would I, why would I even say my favorite? That's not. I don't true. know. I was kind of, as soon as it came out of your mouth, I was like, really? I don't really know where, where the, maybe it was a subconscious <laughs> thing, but it's a Freudian slip, if you will. Whoops. So Shep went on the Ross Bolin podcast. I was talking about the upcoming season seven and he said, quote, we usually film in the fall. I don't know if we're going to do another season, but we're not doing one now. And then he said, if he had to take a guess, the show would get renewed because of their high rating. So I'm pretty shocked that they're not filming right now. I am too. And I, I, I was reading through this article and I'm one shot. Well, I'm shocked and I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked because even though T-Rav is the biggest piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe like one out of three, <laughs> but <laughs> let's be real. But it did take a little, literally the, mo- the bulk of the drama last year was the kind of aftermath and they brought in fucking Ashley. Mm. So 
I can kind of see why it would be far by the wayside, but on a personal note, I would like to just say I'm really bummed out because I just got into Southern Charm literally this summer and binged the whole thing to get up to date, and I feel like I just got it at the tail end, and now it's just like going to go down the tube, so I'm really depressed. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of being hoodwinked with that. That's kind of like- I really am. It's, Bravo should be like giving me a severance package or something. It was really fun to watch Southern Charm in the beginning because the story kind of fell into itself with Catherine yeah. and Thomas and the Whitney mm-hmm. of it all and Craig being into her and Shep having hooked up with her. And I think that's kind of what made it like juicy and salacious to watch. And then from, you know, the impetus of their relationship and then just like the epic downfall of it, that is pretty crazy to have seen on television. But at this point, this past season, we're not able to talk about Thomas and what's clearly going on in the news and what's happening, whether it's, you know, with his assault charges or what's going on in their custody battle. You know, we're not allowed to see that. So to not be able to have such major things happening in Catherine's life, who's kind of like the lead protagonist on the show, to have her life like completely you know, compartmentalized off the show, it just seems like it's a little dishonest. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Because it's like, okay, well, what can we talk about? We're not allowed to talk about this. We're not talk- it reminds me almost, to make a parallel, it reminds me a little bit of Beverly Hills because it's like, okay, can you talk about it, but can you not? At least with, like, Jersey, <laughs> they flash to, you know, Trey and Joe going to jail or whatever and all that stuff. Like, it just feels really disingenuous and it almost feels like a slap in the face to the viewers because it's like okay we've been here this far we've hung in like all this stuff and now you're just gonna say like oh well we can't really talk about it so we're just gonna talk about all this Michigas with Austin and fucking what's her name and and that's that's what it really turned for me was when the when the cast made that big turn and whatever it just yeah it went from like a platinum level show to maybe like a I don't know like the green card level whatever that is (laughs) I really liked watching Madison and Austin's relationship. I thought that was kind of fun to see on screen. And she has balls of steel coming up after Shep like that and really putting him in his place. I thought she killed it for her first season and was and is really good television. However, if the show's not going to kind of pivot a little bit away from... Catherine and Thomas drama like they have to okay, find something yeah. else that we're going to kind of latch on to because Chelsea's not willing to open up about her boyfriend on screen oh my God. he's not coming on and no. there's really only so much she gives I think last season she really only gave that one line to Craig where she was like is your dick your pussy vagina like I don't even know I'm like this is such you know this is <laughs> setting Craig us back decades of feminism yeah. but. Uh, no so, well I mean the whole show well then yeah. okay well then to bring it back to Shep talk about oh. like being an anti-feminist and, and that's the other thing that's kind of like dooming it almost mm-hmm. it's like in a way they talk about how it's like the south and you know how different I guess it is from I mean it's very different from where I live but <laughs> I don't know it's just, there's a lot I feel like it's it's they have the cards stacked against them a bit yeah, and I think this past season it was interesting because they tried to place the women in a feminist, light girl power, you know, we're right. all going to stick together. But then kind of at the end you see, like, you know, Chelsea sacrificing her career with not 
having this guy on the screen because that's inevitably mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Cam is going back and forth between if she wants to be a working mom versus a stay-at-home mom and, you know, her whole mother journey. And then we see Catherine obviously dealing with the brunt of being a woman who was, like, vulnerable to a man who told her all of these things and told her all of these promises. And then now you just see her getting a railroad and having to kind of, like, slowly build her life back together. We see, what's her name? Uh, Naomi, who, you know, I always kind of thought was, like, cool, a badass, smart. And I do think she's still all of those things. But then you see her, like, succumbing to her boyfriend and not eating the black and white cookie or, like, whatever, the Rice Krispie treat. That pissed me off. I was like, the second my husband tells me what I can and cannot eat, like, no, uh uh-uh. It just seems weird. That would not fly. But, and I do think all the women here, like, are, have good heads on their shoulders in comparison to the men where Chelsea told Shep, even if I had your trust fund, I would still (laughs) always go to work. What are you going to do all day? Right, right. I mean, he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't seem to, he just, he's told, he's just, he's such a quintessential, you know, like one of the Vandy boys. I just, (laughs) I mean, the thing is, is he never probably will change because he doesn't have to, you know? And I wonder if like he'll ever actually get married. I think he can easily find a woman. However, he just seems like a Lothario who wants to never stop screwing a million women and having that kind of lifestyle where I feel like, you know, maybe you get to a certain age and you think, you know, is this it? Am I just going to keep having these one night stands with these like women who you know, don't care about me and who I don't care about. I feel like that gets empty after, you know, decades of doing it. <laughs> well, I feel like, and, and listen here, like in the Beverly Hills Persian community, there's a couple guys, some of which I dated, um, <laughs> who are like that too. And they, you know, like this one guy I'm thinking of in my head who I compared to chef a lot, actually, uh, same thing. I think he's, I mean, he's in his late forties and I think he'll, it'll take him and I'm talking about shop here too, probably until he's at least 50 to be like, okay, now, and the thing is, he'll easily be able to get someone. Mm-hmm. He, he can be 50 and be like a gross old crusty man and easily get, you know, someone in their late twenties, maybe even early thirties to marry him. So I think that'll be, but I don't think it'll happen before he's 50. That's my prediction. I mean, he's seeing how Thomas Ravenel did it, who, you know, was dating all the time and going out with all these women. And then... And what's the downside? It's not like they have to worry about their fertility. Like, why not wait, you know? Yuck. Well, I really hope they come back because Southern Charmer is a really good show. But I was thinking that they should make a spinoff based on the VH1 show Charm School, where, like, Patricia is, like, the lead person (laughs) teaching, like, all of the women lessons. And, like, teaches everyone how to, like, set a table, like, host a party, you know, doing, like, very, like, how to uh, treat a butler like crap. Like, you know... (laughs) It's kind of but stuff she like that. Treat Michael like crap. You're right. I just feel like any butler by default is just like treated like crap because I granted like he does like drive a, like a Rolls Royce all day and like I think Michael <laughs> probably has it pretty good I think Michael probably has it pretty she did actually there was that episode remember that episode when she was teaching Cam how to cook and it was oh, just yeah. so sad <laughs> and like set a table no it wasn't her she hired she hired out oh she yeah hired out. she hired that woman to like teach her how to make a roast chicken like it's yeah, one of the yeah. easier things you make. You buy a chicken, you put salt, pepper, and some herbs on it, and then you shove it in an oven for an hour and a half 
on 425. Like, that's it. You, you got yourself I mean, a chicken. Let's give it the benefit of the doubt. If you get a, chick- a whole chicken, like, fresh from Whole Foods, it still has, like, all the shit in it. So maybe, maybe she, like, didn't ask the butcher to prepare it for her. So she, like, had to do that. <laughs> she part. keeps, like, the little bag of the stuff in it while it's uh, cooking. I know. I'm maybe sorry. She <laughs> maybe she didn't know that you could ask the butcher to do that for you. <laughs> that reminds me of Adrian Maloof cleaning the chicken with dish oh soap. Oh, my God. With fucking. What did she clean? She, like, cleans her chicken with dog or something Ew. like what <laughs> how do people not let's hope that that was just like for pretend and they threw it in the trash they didn't really eat that uh they definitely didn't eat that let's be real <laughs> but i genuinely believe adrian maloof has never touched a piece of raw meat before that one scene with lisa Vanderpump. Oh. Of course not. Of course not. Speaking <laughs> of Adrian Maloof, I'm sorry to like get this off track, but I just have to say like a little blurb really quick. Does, does, is everyone aware that uh, Paul got remarried? Oh my God. His wedding looked like a sweet 16. Like it was <laughs> so extra. Because he married like a 16 year old. No, okay. He married like a 19 year old. Let's get real. But no, but I know we did. It looks like a quinceanera. <laughs> <laughs> he looks happy, though. Granted, he's yeah, like, he does, got like a fine-ass new wife, and he's probably going to have kids soon. Don't have more? Totally, because she's young. So I think yeah, that true. probably had probably to come with the one. territory of yeah, marrying yeah, the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of other shows that are definitely not coming back, actually, this is not, <laughs> this is not confirmed, but in my dreams. Flipping Out star Jeff Lewis has been in and out of the press lately with his messy divorce and custody battle for daughter Monroe. Actually, they were never married. Okay, so that's what I don't understand, because I've heard that they were, like, secretly married, but it never hmm. came out. I don't, I don't no, I, I feel like Jeff would have, you know, told that a million different times. Divorce attorneys, he'd be talking on his Sirius XM show, Jeff Lewis Live. He'd probably be making fun of the uh, divorce attorney, you know, making fun of, you know, his suits he's wearing. Anything that Jeff can get his hands on, he will uh, ruin for someone. But he is currently no longer in communication with Gage. She's saying recently now that they do kind of speak briefly, but they're trying to agree to a 2-2-3 schedule, which means Monroe goes two days there, two days at Gage's, and then three-day weekends where they switch every other weekend. It is so hard to be in a situation like that. Like, when I was reading that, oh. it just, like, broke my heart to think. I mean, obviously, so many children uh, come from parents of divorce, and it's never easy. But it's just, it seems, seems like so much coordinating between the families and the parties. And obviously, if you guys aren't in a good place, it just seems like that would be so painful to be dealing with three times a week. So awful. So awful. Yeah, I know. I have a girlfriend who's going through it right now, and luckily, even though her husband is a piece of shit and cheated on her for many years, um, they are very amicable, at least regarding the kids. And she has, I mean, she and her husband luckily have a, like a texting relationship or she'll be like, Oh, and it's very fluid. Like, Oh, I'll take the kids this day. You take the kids this day. And even that she says is, you know, so rough, just, just schedule wise. And they live, you know, they're both in Beverly Hills. They don't live that far away from each other. So I can't imagine one, if you have, you know, a non amicable relationship and you're shuffling, you're shuttling between the Valley and Hollywood. I mean, like I would, honestly, I would be like institutionalized. I'm kind of surprised he isn't. 
kind of seems like it's a matter of time. <laughs> That's so terrible. But Jeff was saying that there's currently no more employee communication. Evidently, Gage had full access to all of Jeff's employees, his nannies, his extra car. Now, technically, that is all off the table. And he has to go buy his own second car. He has to get his own nanny. So that's also going to be a huge change for Gage, who got a new job, obviously, outside of the Jeff Lewis offices. Because I think, like, even the two of them working together probably put a little bit of a strain on... Oh, for sure. You know, their relationship. I couldn't imagine working so closely with my partner. It seems like he'd kill me. Like, (laughs) I really don't. If my husband and I work together, it's like, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but this is like the honest truth. And I think anyone who's being honest about their marriage, this is probably, they would concur with this. It's like, when my husband goes to work, when he leaves for work at 9am sometimes, I'm like, yeah, honey, like you do you, you go to work because I need some me time. Yeah. Like I can, and some days I'm like so excited when he walks in the door at six o'clock and other days I'm like, why are you here so fucking early? I still have shit I want to do by myself. So <laughs> I guess I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll wait till tomorrow. Fine, whatever. I'll pay attention. And I always joke. I'm like, okay, I have to go pay attention to my husband now. But I... I think I don't know what I would do if if I was trapped in a room with him or like an office with him all day. We would probably not make it. <laughs> and also having Jeff be the boss the is really difficult. We see him, you know, terrorize his employees in the first place, but to then have like your partner be your boss and speak to you in the way that in that tone that Jeff speaks to people. It would just, like, kill your spirit day in and day out. And then the after, you know, <sighs> 6 o'clock, day's over, you know, you turn around and say, honey, what's for dinner? Like, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, actually, my husband and his brother-in-law do work together. And, and I, you know, I've asked them many times because they, they'll go at it in the office. And then, you know, late if it's, like, Friday, then I'm like, okay, well, we have to see him in an hour at Shabbat. And they, he'll go uh, uh, literally in the car on the way to Shabbat. He'll be like, oh, my God, he's such a motherfucker. He just said this, and he said this. But they're partners, by the way. And we'll get there, and he'll be like, hey, man, what's up? What's up? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but they're also, I don't know. I mean, they're also, like, dudes, so maybe they don't, like, care that much. But And I get that that's different. They're, they don't live in the same house together. But yeah. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't fucking do it. But, uh, yeah, I I think it's good that they're not living together. And I did – and, listen, I get that we are only hearing Jeff's side of the story, not mm. Gage's. But I will say – and I don't know what – I was going to say in Jeff's defense, which isn't what I meant to say. But, like, I can't believe that – like, Gage did have it pretty easy that he wasn't paying for any nannies or the yeah. kid car or whatever. Like, that shit is expensive. Yeah, I used to be a nanny in LA, and depending on their credentials, I mean, I made I made over a hundred grand a year being a nanny. Wow, like it's not cheap. Wow. So I and it, just knowing what I know of Jeff, I mean, I'm assuming that he only hires like very highly credentialed people, especially to take care of his kid. So I can imagine his nanny is easily making minimum minimum seventy five a year. So as I send my resume over, I'm like, (laughs) you could verbally assault the shit out of me day in, day out. Please, that direct deposit hits that sweet, sweet first and the 15th. Like, please. That's what I would assume. So for Gage, I mean, hopefully Gage is doing well on his own because that shit is not cheap. You start paying for childcare for your own kid, like date nights. You have to put. 
I mean, I guess he has to put the bride tax in his car now or whatever, but still it's, yeah. So it's going to be a rough road awakening, but I hope that they, I don't know. I hope it gets to a good point, at least for their baby. Yeah, I know. And she's getting to an age where it's like, she's able to she knows what's going see on what's happening and and yeah. it's just sad and she's like really cute i saw a picture of her the other day she's like ridiculously cute do you think she's like, like oh sorry no i was just gonna say she's not even cute she's like gorgeous <laughs> marilyn monroe named after, named after i mean i think when you name I your assume. kid monroe it's you're going for like a marilyn vibe but even that is like so funny you two old queens like naming your daughter marilyn monroe like come on i was just watching a real special on the death of marilyn monroe a couple nights ago sorry i just went <laughs> Love that for you um and I, I don't know like if i named my child after marilyn monroe i i don't know if that would be like a happy thing for me i'd be like and you're destined to like always a life of self hatred and drug addiction i mean i think that's like a hard thing when you're like trying to like honor someone but that person actually like was a drug addict and like there was so much darkness behind marilyn monroe and like the abuse that she has faced and also like the disrespect of being a woman in that time like there are so many movies like i learned so much about her in like film classes i took in college and I mean, now we're talking about fucking Marilyn Monroe, but regardless, like, there are so many films where she wasn't even given a name. She was just called girl or woman. Like, that is so demeaning as an actress. Like, the biggest actress of the time literally right. cannot even get a name in the film. Like, I mean, she, yeah, she didn't live a very happy life. No, she was a doll for, you know, these men in Hollywood. And if you think Ugh. of the things that are coming out of the Me Too movement now, imagine what was happening oh, to these people who, when they were younger, I mean, in the olden, in the, you, you know, back yeah and back in any time of old hollywood this has been going on forever i mean we talked obviously on our special uh, the part one and two of the house of hilton recap kim (laughs) richards is a prime example of someone who was in that kind of heyday of hollywood and has openly talked about her sexual and physical abuse that happened to her when she was you know a young kid up until you know she pretty much quit acting in her what 20s 30s because she physically couldn't take it and then you wonder why these women like do really drastic things and take to drugs and alcohol or you know killing themselves it's it's really sad this took a journey yeah after after (laughs) we read house of hilton i was honestly surprised that kim is as stable as she is and yes i am calling kim stable because if you go do a deep dive on her life Oh my god. She's fucking she's doing great. Yeah, you guys <laughs> go back and listen. <laughs> go back and listen. It's on both of our feeds. So it's a great time. It really is. It's four hours of your life. It's basically it's four hours. Of it's your life. it's four hours you'll never get back, but it's not as dark as the four hours of the Michael Jackson documentary. Speaking of other children oh who have been it is, the, it's not that dark. It's not that dark. <laughs> okay. I'm oh, you're sure. really taking it down. I know, right? I'm like, she's going on tangents tonight. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, let's move topics to other um, blonde women in California, just like Marilyn Monroe. Just kidding. So Real Housewives of Orange County star Gina Kirschneider is set to face her husband in court on January 15th, 2020. So... We've kind of known that they've been going back and forth on child support and custody and all of the housing stuff. But the thing I found really interesting is that he is now coming to Gina requesting her to lower the child support payments that he has to pay to her every month because she is considered the moneymaker because homeboy lost his job after getting arrested for beating her. 
Uh, good. Oh my god, I can't. I can't with him. He just seems like such a fucking loser, allegedly. I <laughs> allegedly. That's what you oh. say. That's what you put allegedly behind out of all the shit we say. <laughs> I just can we just do a general alleged? Everything's yeah. alleged. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Of all things, yeah. I think that's alleged. <laughs> I just tried to whip it out. No, I. You know what, fucking Matt? You're obviously piece of shit so why don't you just go find another job i'm sorry you're college educated you have a good resume yes you got arrested but you know what just make it work i I really don't have any compassion for him just make it work go get another job be a provider to your children and stop crying over it i mean i don't know if he is crying over it but that's my I mean, frankly, like I, when I got my most recent job, I had to go through like a full background check with everything, like with, through like a whole outside company. So I can imagine any job that I think he was making like $450,000 at his uh, last job. So any yeah. job that is paying someone that much money, like you are 100% going through some sort of background check. So to be like oh, Googling God. your name and like, beep, 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 like, let's see if Matt Kirschneider is a good application for the VP role of whatever 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 and then it's yeah, like it is, lady it, what, beater <laughs> cheater finance too probably i, I, I can never figure that out that field specifically i know because my husband's in finance and that that field specifically they're like really tight because it's like ferna and sec and it's like so yeah it actually might be kind of tough maybe he needs to transfer to like another industry like maybe he needs to work in like the entertainment industry maybe that would be I mean you know next season she's gonna be like we're back together and he's like doing testimonials just to get paid like what is he literally gonna do like you I mean obviously there's so many jobs you can get without you know doing the whole corporate world but he's right if he has to be paying you know I think it was like Wait, let me get the exact amount. I have it. I did talked about it in the last uh, another podcast in the past, but I'm pretty sure it was like somewhere between like ten and fifteen thousand dollars a month. Which, so, by the way, living in well, I don't- planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Orange County is different, but living in L.A., ten to 15000 a month for three kids is nothing. Nothing. Like you honestly cannot even live in LA on 10 grand a month as like a single person. So back on episode 68 with Danny Pellegrino, we talked about how Matt owes her 10K a month, 4,500 in child support and 5,000 in spousal support. I bet he's going to try to go down on the spousal support. I have a feeling. That's it? Yeah. Like, how is he trying to decrease that? That's nothing. Also, there are three children that she probably has most of the custody for. Well, I think even before they were getting broken up, she had full custody. And the fact that he was such a deadbeat dad, and we see on the show in the most recent episodes that he is, like, making her feel bad for, like, going out and having a drink. Obviously, she got a DUI. That's That's not okay. And, you know, 
she's clearly not drinking with the kids in the car and that's never something like I would ever imply but for him to now like make her feel bad for like going out with you know Shane and Emily like he should be shaming her for hanging out with Shane not you know (laughs) ditching the kids for an evening with the babysitter yes uh, that's the problem (laughs) totally totally that's the real issue exactly I just can't believe what's going on on OC right now. Like, are we kidding with this Bronwyn, Tamra, little lip lock moment? Who cares? There's so many Housewives shows that people are, women are making out. Like, also, Vicky, let us not forget, you had sex with multiple partners. Like, Lori Peterson said it, and I believe it. Yeah, like, I believe it. Like, I believe it. And it's true. And she went on Jeff Lewis's podcast, I believe, the a couple weeks that. ago and was like told like gave like full receipts on the exact evening so the fact that Vicky's yes. like this is gross this is gross I'm a god-fearing woman I would never kiss a girl they're not even lesbians it's like you don't have to be a lesbian to like kissing girls like bisexuality is a thing like imagine that <laughs> like imagine all of the tweets and stuff coming in people are like ragging on them and Tamara made some comments saying like oh well Bronwyn forced herself on me when I was too drunk to know it's like babe oh my god stop open your eyes yeah open your eyes and look at the footage of your own show lady (laughs) (laughs) I did like how they were all so fucking trash Bronwyn was like I didn't even know cameras were filming us I'm like you didn't move out of out of the table area like you were at a table with multiple cameras around you there's really nothing like a first season housewife oh. <laughs> her, I mean, her husband speaking of being you know naive but wait I think you're not mentioning the real core issue here which I've talked about a lot on my show and I just need to know your feelings on this because it's really like traumatizing me at my core, which is Bronwyn's husband's Moana necklace. Oh my god! I can't with the yeah, necklace. That's that's never a good sign. A man in a statement <laughs> necklace is 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 triggering for me. It brings me back to past it's- traumas. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> for no like, reason. Is he trying to like? piggyback on the countess or something like no bitch stole my look (laughs) oh my god louia needs to post a bitch stole my look oh my god moana as i like write that down i'm like you will be seeing that on thursday (laughs) on my instagram I seriously am going to do like a side by side right now. Like, bitch, stole my luck. Actually, I think someone already did. I think possibly uh, Jody. No, Jody did. Jody from um, the reality TV podcast. I think did a side by side. I mean, it's uncanny. It the uh, it really is. It really. Is. Who wore it better? Mm, I don't know if that's going to be a close call. I mean, next year he's going to be like. I'm a cabaret star. <laughs> like oh all of God. a sudden, he's going to be touring. <laughs> I like them as a couple. I think they're really cute, and it's actually funny. She follows me and has been following me on Instagram for a minute now, and I posted something the other day, a picture of her and that mother. <laughs> that mother, so rude. Her and her mom, but... That's a dad. I was really... I'm into them. Like, I really like her as an addition on the show. I think, you know, we needed a little bit some of someone to come and liven it up, and I think that all the women are so intimidated by Bronwyn because she truly lives out loud, like, is down to do whatever, like, has been completely open about her relationship with her husband, you know, the ups and downs in their sexual life, like, the fact that they have this, like, clearly 
like designated sex apartment, her issues with her mother, her issues with her childhood, you know, the reason why she had 37 kids. You know, she is really living out loud and in a way that none of the women on OC can do. And I think they're all pretty intimidated by her. And frankly, Tamara should be shaking in her boots a little bit. No, I agree. I think that she like seamlessly kind of blended in, which is, which is great. Um, I do have a little bit of an issue with, I feel like she might be like pimping out her kid a little bit too far too fast, but I also realize that that's like my own issue because of the eating stuff. So it like Mm. triggers that, but, um, I know, I think that she fits in great. And I do think that the, this whole Tamra dynamic, I predict that, I don't know. I feel like she and Tamara, maybe they even kind of hinted at it a little bit in the mid-season trailer that they're going to start clashing at some point because I agree. I think Tamara is is coming from a point where she's like, oh, I really like her, but then she's going to be like almost intimidated her because, well, one, she is she is younger than Tamara, isn't she? Yeah, I think she's 43. I don't remember how old Tamara is, but if I want to say Tamara's closer, like definitely above 45. So, yeah, I think she's like, it's, it's, I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic. And I also was very surprised how open and welcoming Shannon has been with her. So I'm very curious to see if that will remain or, um, I don't know. That's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, I don't really know. I think Shannon is interesting. In the past few seasons, she's been so anti anybody new coming on. So Mm -hmm. Bronwyn coming in and them kind of clicking really quickly. Shannon is a really good mom and probably saw similar qualities to Bronwyn, who put their kids first and... Right, that right. is kind of like their main priority. And I think maybe she saw that. But if anything is, if history is going to repeat itself, Shannon is just going to agree with Tamara for whatever reason on anything Tamara says or does. And so yeah, I don't if Tamara goes against Bronwyn, like, I can't see Shannon sticking. Yeah, I don't by get Bronwyn. that dynamic. Like, what does, does Tamara have something on Shannon? Like, I don't understand why. It's just know. odd to me. It is kind of weird. And maybe Shannon's thinking, like, oh, let me stick with an OG in that case. But Tamara is an OG, but... She's not even not. truly an OG. She yeah. came in season three, so... Yeah, exactly. Not even a real OG. <laughs> not even a real, okay. <laughs> but wait, what do you think about... I floated this theory on my podcast last week that this is my premonition because I'm a psychic now. Um... <laughs> What do you think of the theory of Vicky next year getting out of Bravo jail on good behavior, coming back full time, and Tamara going to Bravo jail next year? Huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll technically get Vicky out of jail. I think, think she's Vicky there for, for good? is there for good. She's there for you good. You know, I think she's kind of ran her course even this season. Now we're seeing her be like, you know, so prude, like, ah! women kissing the train like her time is up her relationship with steve is pretty stagnant there's really nothing there she's waiting for a ring she's waiting for a Mm -hmm. ring like okay got it got it got it good you know i don't really think she's bringing anything really and obviously she has like her little one-liners and makes like great faces that are perfect for memes but, you know, I think... That's her sole purpose. Yeah, right? I'm like, she's... The princess are like, we're going to need some good memes this season, some, some good gifts. It's like, <laughs> if you kind of not. 
<laughs> make faces or like when she does like that throw up voice. Like I don't want to do it. Oh my people god. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so actually moving topics to what we've all been waiting to talk about. Joe and Teresa Judice from the Real House of New Jersey have confirmed via Twitter that they will be sitting down with Andy Cohen this upcoming Sunday night. I I, 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 I was I was talking about this with my friend Eddie today at Soul Cycle. I mean, listen, Ron has penetrated the Soul Cycle walls. It has penetrated the sanctuary. <laughs> um, I am so curious about this. I am so excited for this. My husband's going to have to deal with it because we're going to watch it live. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting I'm cable like, for the event. Literally, I'm like getting cable. I'm like, I, I think oh, find well, someone with cable. Thank you to you, Megan, for bringing Hulu into my life. I don't think I even... Oh, let you know of, of this like big change in my life. Something really, really <laughs> intense happened in my life this past month. I told Time Warner to go suck a bag of dicks. Yes, and canceled my cable. I couldn't cancel my my internet with Time Warner, unfortunately, because my HOA only allows Time Warner internet. So. Okay. So Whatever. suck only it's one fine. dick, not the whole thing. <laughs> just one. It's fine. Uh, but I did the Hulu live TV with no commercials, which ends up being like fucking $80 a month once you add all that shit in anyway. <laughs> but I have to say, with the exception of them not offering the Reels channel, I am very satisfied. I didn't know so, they do a Bravo real time. Oh, yeah. You can watch. So whatever. So here in LA, like Housewives is usually out at 9 p.m. It's probably the same for New York, right? Yeah. So you can't. Well, this is the thing. If you have direct TV, you can get like the East Coast feed in LA, which is amazing. So you can watch it at like five. Mm. You can't do that. But if you do upgrade to the live TV thing, you can not only watch it in real time, but you can also record it to your DVR, which is like somewhere up in the cloud. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, well, it's, it's a good investment. And as it I still take my credit card out. Cable. Yeah, I mean, cable is so expensive. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so this is going to, I believe, be the Watch What Happens Live time slot for Bravo on Sunday. And thank God I don't watch football. Like, if I was like, had to choose between like a diehard team and then like this team, like Team Jersey, you've got to choose Jersey. I mean, I specifically married a Persian Jew just so that I would have never have to watch football. God, I gotta look for one of those because you gotta, I can't. You gotta, I can't. You do gotta, I can't you do gotta that. get yourself a PJ. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> there so, will never be football on in the house. That's actually pretty incredible, though. <laughs> Basketball is another story, but basketball's fun. <laughs> You're like, mm, debatable. So the two of them have kind of both given their own statements. Teresa hasn't really spoken too much, but Joe made a video directed to the fan where he's so funny and he's like, you know, you guys, you make some mistakes, like you make mistakes, but everyone needs to be forgiven. And then he's so classic, like Jersey strong. He's like, I love yous, you know, you guys, you. I'm always here for yous, yous guys. I'm like, oh my God, never change, never change. Ah, oh, fucking Juicy Joe. I just, I'm sorry. I know that he did some horrible things, but let's be honest. There are people that have done way worse that, you know what? Like, what did Juicy Joe really ever do to anyone? Unless you're the IRS, then I, maybe I get your point. Yeah, but. I don't know. Like, he, like, stole money, like, didn't pay people, like, identity fraud, like, whatever. Whatever. He never killed anyone. He never, fucking Juicy Joe. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm really in this place of endearment with him right now. And his before and after, his, like, revenge body, I mean, damn. <laughs> his revenge I, like, body. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like literally my head spun around multiple times when I saw that before and after picture. I was like, who is this? I mean, I was smitten kitten. I like saw it and like my jaw dropped. I'm like, this is what we were waiting for. And I had been waiting for an image of him because we saw photos of Teresa in prison yeah. with like her girl squad and yep. the family. And I really love her hairdo. Them. Oh my God. The hairdo. Let's, Let's not forget. But we never saw a single photo of Joe. So I was just like no. anxiously waiting like every night, like dear God, like. Please. Dear diary. <laughs> Please wake up and hopefully Instagram will give me a photo of a thin, no longer juicy Joe, lean Joe. Yeah, he's like, he's like 98% fat free Joe. <laughs> oh. I mean, he just needs a mystic tan and um, he'll be... I, the only thing I'm like a little bit curious about, I'm like kind of curious to see all his tats. Like, do we think, what do we think happened? Did they stretch? Did they shrink? Is it weird that I think about that? No, I don't know. I have a ton of tattoos and I'm always like really cognizant of like not, I only really have them on my like upper shoulder and like, you know, like behind my elbow and my arms. And I've been super aware of being like okay like my arms can't get too big or else like this is gonna look gnarly and I've never yeah you gotta keep that shit in yeah, check I've never really wanted to like have the stomach tat because I want to have kids one day and I think I'm like oh my god that dream catcher is just gonna stretch and stretch and stretch <laughs> as, like, yeah like I'd ever fucking get a dream catcher but well, that's the other thing like if you ever get your belly button pierced and then you get pregnant like everyone knows what a pregnant stomach with a belly button piercing looks like. That <laughs> shit never goes back. <laughs> that is so funny to think about. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what his tattoos look like, but I would love, like, GQ does a video series called Tattoo Tours, and I would love a tattoo tour of Joe Giudice's oh new please. body. <laughs> I actually used to work there, so I know a guy. I'll uh, hit him up and be like, I got the perfect person. He's looking for work. He's looking for He's a looking buck. For work. <laughs> the background check won't be an issue, right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not GQ. And they don't have they don't have standards like that. <laughs> Wait, will they hire like an illegal citizen? Oh, um, yeah, I think they can get they could skirt around it. He could skirt around. Okay, it. Okay. He's a celebrity, we'll so yeah, yeah. There's probably, there's there's a guy. It'll work out. It'll work out. <laughs> but season ten taglines have also been released this week. So good. Oh, so much happened. Let's so start happened. with Teresa Giudice's. If you wrong me the wrong way, there'll be no more namaste, which clearly means she's off parole if she's threatening people again. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no more namaste like okay I like the accent by the way that was my best Teresa uh I'm trying I'm trying everybody here uh give me cut me some slack I live in New York I grew up there and like half my friends and family are from Jersey so wait how we need to hear how you hear how you pronounce ingredients <laughs> I mean that one that takes that takes the cake I can't even ingredients is what was, ingredients what was it coming coming it's like it's cumin just babe. put some coming in there <laughs> it's <Coming. okay. laughs> so good margaret josephs is iconic she says if you can't take the oh, truth sue me like i love that she's in on the joke we all were talking about how she was sued last year yes. for her vineyard vines knockoff stuff so good like this is how you should be playful with the <laughs> bad shit vines. happening in your life like it's okay to laugh about bad things that are happening to you especially if they're yes. clearly not ruining your life again whereas beverly hills it's like all of these women are like <laughs> like oh my god my life could end in a minute <laughs> and it like literally can yeah <laughs> 
Dolores Catania's is behind every strong man is an even stronger Jersey girl. Like, you're not with the man. You're not with him. But I, yeah, I don't get that either. Is she, is, is she or is she not with Frank Catania? And what happened to her boyfriend, by the way? Oh, well, I watched like a 10 minute preview of the first episode and he's supposedly in his, her life still. They like went on a beautiful Italian vacation together. He's spending more time with her, but he's a doctor. And so, you know, he probably is working all the time. And what guy wants to come home to hang out with his beautiful girlfriend and see, you know, two meatheads eating like chicken, like chicken and spinach in the kitchen? Like, that's not romantic. Like, that's not where I'd want to spend no, my free time no. after, like, giving birth to, like, babies. And he's, like, he's a kind of doctor. He's, like, high-risk pregnancy doctor. So he's, like, oh. that's um, that probably weighs very heavily on your soul all day. Yeah, he wants to, like, chill and relax, like, play some Enya and just <laughs> not be greeted immediately by Frank Coutinho. And, like, that, 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 like, just, like, Italian, <laughs> yeah, like, Italian restaurant music blasting at all times. Totally, totally. Just like constantly smells like Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jackie oh said hers is don't let the minivan fool you. This mom won't roll over for anyone. Okay, didn't she say, say something about a minivan in her tagline last year? I feel like she has to detach from minivan as her brand. Like, you're more than a minivan, Jackie. <laughs> you're but more. also like... Like, why would you want a minivan to be part of your brand? Like, I would be talking that down. I would be, like, putting that in, like, the, like, let's let's not draw attention to that. Yeah, I'd be like, I drive a minivan, but my husband has a Bentley, like, anything, (laughs) like, say anything to detract, detract from that. I'd be like, the minivan is for my nanny. I drive the (laughs) G-Wagon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's good. But then, but she's also like a hands-on mom. So she wouldn't want to be true, like, true. I have a nanny who does everything. Like, I feel like she's like, I'm not no, a lawyer no, anymore. No, she probably does have a nanny, but like, no shame. No shame. You should have a nanny because it's fucking hard. So whatever. <laughs> Jennifer Aiden says, as I always say, plastic oh makes perfect, which I kind of enjoy. I don't, is that because her husband's a plastic surgeon? Yes. And I do believe she got some work done. For this Between seasons? Season. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure she did. It's always so hard. She, I thought, I, okay, can, you, can I tell you what this tagline means to me or how I interpret it? Please do. Okay, I interpret it as all the plastic that her fake Chanel shit is made out oh, of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Ooh, I, went there, guys, I went there, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think some of those those necklaces are real. I mean, there's like certain types of Chanel pieces that have never actually been produced, but counterfeit people have just made them. So when you see like certain earrings, and I know this because I'm a loser and like just like fashion and I've read a lot about counterfeit stuff in the past and like you see certain earrings and you're like oh wow like you can't even pretend like that's real because it has never yeah. ever been real did she cut she came out with it last season she was like yeah but who's her is it her brother Mr. Jill- my, yeah. Jill- my brother made that's for me like I don't know if I brag about that <laughs> and even if you are like okay that that was a good amount of diamonds on your necklace like make something nicer yeah, if you have diamonds as like, uh, if you're working with diamonds, I feel like you can really make um, something beautiful. Some nice but you're also there's also the Jersey shit. girls, so we true, have to true, give, true, it, true, a, true, give true. them a uh, uh, some leeway with the style. True. And then we have 
One of the most disappointing taglines I've heard in a very long time. Melissa Gorga's is mirror, mirror on the wall. I don't think I look 40 at all. Wait, did she just turn 40? I thought she turned 40 a while ago. I don't know. I'm not keeping up. I'm trying to forget how, like, who cares? Who cares how old you are? You're beautiful. You know you are. You have a perfect body. Why are you you leading with this? You yeah, you would like you bought yourself a perfect face. You have a perfect body. Like shut. I don't know. Yeah, that's lame. They could have done better. I just thought it was so cheese ball. And uh, if you're gonna be cheese ball, at least tie in like on display or something, right? Mirror, mirror just, on this. No, I can't. On display. Uh, on display. On display. Display. Each and every day. Every day. Why do I know that song? I know. I like. I have like a whole Bravo like playlist, which you guys should follow on oh. Spotify, called Bravo Happy Hour, the playlist, and it's. Every Bravo song ever made, like by a Bravo celebrity. So definitely follow that. It's definitely great for any Bravo related party. If you're having a Halloween fete for uh, for your Bravo friends, or everyone, that's actually really Giovanni on it. Uh, Duh, that's what the that's what it leads with. Hello, Countess Lewin's always at the top, and then it ends with like Simon Van Kempen's "I'm Real." So that that I just erased that memory from my brain. Bring it back. Why did you even have to bring it back? I don't know what my problem is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please don't remind me of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait, did Tamra sing a song at a certain point? Uh, Probably. That's one I can't even really give myself um, any time to any energy to. I can't even give that a. We can't give that a stream on Spotify. She could not get a penny every month for that one stream. I think you need to turn the Spotify playlist into a YouTube playlist and also put in there Alexis Bellino's time on Fox 5 News. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah, like a little that audio interlude. That'd be really great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and wait. Oh, one more question. Then I'll stop about the playlist just because I'm really excited about it. Definitely adding it on my phone right now. Um, is Gretchen's song in there? Of course. Okay. Come on, Jez. What do you think this is? <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Jess, where can people find you and follow you and listen to your awesome podcast? Well, thank you. If I have not sold you enough on my awesomeness. Um, yes, the podcast <laughs> is... <laughs> I love your confidence. It's really, it's really, um, it's great. It's a, yeah, I went to Soul Cycle this morning. I was all like built up. I was feeling great. David was telling me at Soul Cycle, he was like, You can do anything you want to do. I was feeling great about myself. Yeah. And then it was just kind of, went took a nose dive. <laughs> um, yes. My, <laughs> my podcast day is The Real Housewife of the West Side because I'm a housewife. My husband's at work right now. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> and I live on the West Side of LA. And. Yeah, that's it. So you can find it everywhere. You find this podcast, which is much more highbrow than mine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, on Instagram, if you want to follow me, it's sure. It's at Real Housewife of the West Side. Amazing. Well, thank you again for coming on. And you will be back on soon. We guys, we are doing a deep dive into the Real Housewives of OC children. So tune in for that probably in a couple weeks when the two of us can figure out a single moment we have free at the same time. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks again for coming on. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.